Today's verse is Romans 2, 4. Or do you presume on the riches of his kindness and forbearance and patience, not knowing that God's kindness is meant to lead you to repentance? This is Jonathan Porter. Thanks for listening to Remnant, my daily verse-by-verse devotional. We're working our way through Paul's letter to the Romans, one verse at a time. So this verse comes uh, after, um, obviously it comes after verse three. That's how numbers work. Um, but it comes after the, the, the a, a series of three verses here to begin Romans chapter two. Um, that sort of flips the script where um, Paul is suddenly writing to the Jewish people in the, um, in, in the church in Rome and saying, you know, you, you people, you, uh, you have no excuse for you're judging all of the people who lit, you know, came up without God's word. You're judging them for their, for their acts. And that is not, um, that is not okay. And now, um, now what Paul is writing, this is a, this is just a fantastic verse. Um, I'm going to break it down for us. Or do you presume on the riches of his kindness and forbearance and patience? not knowing that God's kindness is meant to lead you to repentance. Now this is targeted um, primarily at the, this whole section is for the, for the Jewish people, for the religious people. So it's for us today, for those of us who are um, serious about our faiths, this, this is for us. Um, this is targeted at the uh, Jewish people who thought that their covenant relationship um, that is, you know, throughout the Old Testament, that their covenant relationship with God would shield them from final judgment. Uh, Essentially, they felt like God was their protector. And because they had this covenantal relationship, that they had this amazing kindness and forbearance and patience from God. They they thought that these blessings showed that they were... um, show that that God favored them, um, that God favored them. And because God favored them, you know, what need is there to, um, to trust in God. Uh, but here Paul is writing that the, the opposite is actually true, that, that God does bless us, but those blessings, that kindness should, should lead us to repentance. Uh, that that's a pretty profound, um, statement. So, Think about that for a second. God is, you know, you have all sorts of blessings in your life. I mean, you, some of you are driving around in a, you know, internal combustion vehicle right now. Um, a lot of us had have air conditioning in the um, in the summer when it's hot and, and heating in the winter when it's when it's cold. Um, God has, you know, there's no other species on the earth with those types of blessings. And God has blessed you in so many other ways. I mean, just think about your, you know, circulatory system. I mean, that the the the, the blessings that you have from God are just overwhelming. Um, but He doesn't do and He does those things because He loves you. But He doesn't do them just for just because He, you know, just because He favors you. He does it because He loves you so much that He wants you to repent from your wicked ways. All of these things are to drive you further into his arms. And really what they do for a lot of us um, is that they drive us, uh, that they, they, we, we see those blessings and we say, well, I don't need God because I'm already so, so richly blessed. This was largely my attitude before I was a Christian. I, I grew up in a, in a pretty, you know, blessed situation. Um, great parents, uh, you know, did, did fine in school. 
Um, everything was, was good for me. I didn't think that I had a need for God because I was already so richly blessed. What more blessing in my transactional mind at the time, what other like blessings could I get from, uh, from spending time loving, uh, loving God. But little did I know, and now I do know, is that all of those blessings um, came in the form of God loving me before I was ready to love him. Um, and it, it, it wasn't that uh, I, I was getting blessings from God and, I, and he loved me. It was because he wanted to draw me closer. He wanted to lead me to repent. So it's blessings that come before that moment of salvation that are, that are just a pretty overwhelming uh, concept um, that I, you know, that I want us to meditate on today. And, you know, the, one of the amazing things about, um, about this, you know, this, this grace that comes before we're ready for it is, is that it it just shows how much God loves us even before we're ready to love him back. And what sort of hit me like a ton of bricks one day was when, uh, Ashlyn and I got married and I, uh, she, she gave me a, um, a prayer journal that where she'd been praying for me for, you know, a decade, she'd been praying for her future husband. And I saw specific things in that prayer journal that applied to, applied to me. Um, you know, she, she was, she was praying for me and I was receiving the blessings before I knew her, before I knew God. Um, that's how prayers work. That's how God's blessings work. So if you're feeling today, like you are, you know, like, like you're, you're already blessed, you know, what, what good is, what good is loving God a little bit more? Uh, just know that, uh, you're, you're probably blessed because someone has been, is praying for you, uh, in this moment and, um, and you don't even know it. And, and this experience reminds me of a, um, a story that I read in, uh, Mark Batterson's draw the circle. It's a 40 day prayer challenge. A lot of you who are listening, I know have done the 40 day prayer challenge, with me, if you haven't, uh, if you haven't, it's it's unbelievable. It's a great thing to do with a small group. Draw the circle, the forty day prayer challenge. But this is a story uh, in it that's always sort of stuck with me. It was about this um, this couple, or this really, it's this family, uh, Michael and Maria Durso, who um, who who run uh, Christ Tabernacle in Queens, New York. Um, but their salvation moments in the book, and it talks about how um, they were on vacation. Um, you know, they were sort of drug addicts. Didn't uh, weren't remotely religious. They, in fact, mocked people who were religious. They're on vacation when suddenly Maria, the the, the wife, um, just powerfully came under conviction of the of the Holy Spirit. Um, you know, she wasn't wasn't in church, wasn't reading a Bible, it wasn't um, you know anything that directly that she could tell that directly led to this. She was just, it was just out of nowhere. Um, and what she didn't know was that at that very moment, um, 30 of her friends, um, were, had formed a prayer circle and were interceding for her at that very moment. So her friends, these 30 friends, they'd gotten saved after, um, after she'd left for vacation, she had no idea that they'd been saved and they had interceded for her in a prayer circle and in that moment, she felt God's presence. That's the power of prayer. It, it comes for so many of us. It comes before before we're ready for it. Um, and and I think that's what uh, Paul is writing about here is that you know all of this kindness and and forbearance and the patience that God shows us. It's not just because 
He does love us. It's not just because he loves us. It's because he wants to draw us closer. And we're not, we shouldn't be presuming, um, which is what it's saying here in verse four, we shouldn't be presuming on those, uh, on the riches of his kindness. That kindness is meant to lead you to repentance. Uh, so my challenge for you today is to is to think about you know think about your salvation think about think about all the blessings that that came before before that and also think about you know the that, that story of, of of Maria Durso is is real I I experienced that myself when uh, when my wife was praying for me before she even knew me. Think about someone in your life who who you want to to pray for. Ask some friends to to join with you. Uh, text me and I'll, I'll I'll join in prayer with you for for someone uh, so that they can have this this moment and so they can realize that the the God's kindness and the blessings in their life um, is is not that that's not the ending point. It's all there for for repentance and for further uh, love and and that relationship. That's what it's. That, that's what it's there for is so that we can repent and have that uh, clearer relationship with God. So that is verse four. Um, that's an amazing concept. I, I hope you I hope I did that concept justice. Um, come back and we'll talk about verse five tomorrow. Thanks.